I know there's those people who say, oh, yeah, I can drink a coffee and then go to sleep. That's fine. You might be able to do that, but it reduces the amount of deep sleep that you can actually enjoy. Everybody, and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most, Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe. And what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. So, this episode is about caffeine and sleep. Two areas of focus for me, myself, and this community. I'm excited to talk about both of these because they both mean a lot to me. I value both. They both have a significant part in my life. And caffeine and sleep, low-key, they're, they're kind of like arch nemeses. So, and they're both very important to know about because they're very prominent in our society. And they're very big uh, points of, of contention. So let's talk about both. I'm very excited. I'm also really excited because we've been doing Sleepy September for the past month. Everyone in that group, shout out to all of you guys. We've been so consistent with tracking our sleep. It's been crazy. I've never seen this kind of consistency in any of my group chats. So I'm really happy, really encouraged to see everybody going hard with that because we have six more months of challenges. This is a seven month marathon challenge. And it just so happens the next month challenge is the no caffeine challenge. So then there you, there you go. Now we have to learn about, about the no caffeine challenge. And so as we learn about caffeine today, that will set us up for October because it's going to be a tough month. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk about caffeine and sleep. Before I get started, just want to thank everybody for listening, whether you're part of the no, I mean, whether you're part of the caffeine or the Sleepy September Challenge or whether you're just a regular frequent listener. I appreciate you. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you're listening. And let's get started. I really want to talk about more so caffeine. I've done a lot of episodes talking about sleep, uh, Sleepy September. I have three previous episodes. I've done one per week this month. So go ahead and check those out if you haven't. But I want to talk about caffeine a little bit more and then the relationship between the two. Because I guarantee 90% of people listening to this are caffeine consumers. All right. I, I have an article here that I'm going to be referring to. It's by the AASM. And it's uh, all about sleep education. So boom, we're going we're to learn about caffeine and sleep and how they're related. So a little bit about caffeine. It's a natural substance. It can be extracted from plants, coffee beans, tea leaves, cocoa beans, and it can be produced synthetically. So it's very uh, prominent in this, in this society. It's a drug, okay? It's a stimulant and it promotes alertness, right? Because it blocks adenosine which is a substance in your body. Specifically, it builds up in your in the back of your brain, near the brain stem. And this builds up. Adenosine builds up to promote sleepiness. What caffeine does is it blocks the adenosine receptor. So it, it keeps you from feeling sleepy. So your mind is alert. Your body can be still very tired, but your mind is alert. So caffeine... Uh, is a receptor against like it blocks the receptor of adenosine okay that's how caffeine works 
And adenosine is adenosine is very interesting to learn about because adenosine will build up. And even though you drink caffeine or, or eat or ingest caffeine, the adenosine that's building up, it doesn't disappear. You just don't realize how tired you are. It will continue to build up. And that's why we have caffeine crashes. The adenosine will build up even if you sleep. If you haven't cleared out the adenosine, you will wake up and still be tired. So adenosine can build up over days, weeks. And that's why it's hard for people to feel alert and awake when they keep drinking caffeine. It's like a caffeine trap where every day you just feel tired. So you wake up and you drink coffee. You go to bed, you're tired, you wake up, you drink coffee. It becomes a loop because of the adenosine receptor and because of the fact that caffeine is addictive in nature. It's it's a stimulant. It's a drug. So I'm just trying to say like caffeine is pretty serious in terms of how it affects you. And caffeine was introduced accidentally. I think this there was this man and he he gave uh, I think these like coffee fruits like because it was like it was like a plant and he fed it to his herd of like sheep, I'm pretty sure, or some sort of cattle. And they were so much more lively, so much more productive, so much more alert. He started to realize like, oh, this substance, this um, bean or whatever, or, or plant that I'm feeding them is making them very alert. And so that's when caffeine was introduced into the society of humans. Since then, it's went on. I think caffeine literally is responsible for so much of the industrial revolution the fact that we've been able to uh work so much factories schools we've basically been able to be alert and awake at all times of the day with caffeine that's how important caffeine was coffee tea both of these these are the most important sources of caffeine coffee 54 percent of caffeine consumption tea is another 43 percent 85% of Americans use caffeine products every day. And I'm going to go ahead and say Canadians were probably the same as America. We're like little America. So pretty sure most of us drink some or ingest some sort of caffeine every day. And caffeine has really advanced, like I'm I'm saying, it advanced the world. Think about it. When coffee was introduced into like the workplace, people were so productive that people like uh, employers would give people breaks just to drink coffee to make them more productive. Why do you think it's called the coffee break? Because we need that to be productive or we don't need it, but it's, it's become obviously very, um, it's been, it's just common. It's a common thing. It's, it's uh, accepted by society. It's just a normal thing to have some sort of caffeine. That's uh, adulting, right? That's a form of adulting. I don't agree with the term adulting. I, I don't. It's just, that's kind of what you'd classify as being an adult, you'd be ingesting caffeine. So yeah, caffeine is is very prominent. We can say that for sure. It's got positive and negative effects. So we can, we can talk about that too. So the positive effect is that you can be awake and alert at any time of the day. I used to work overnight shifts for a few months and oh, coffee saved me because coffee really, it really does reset your body's daily clock. Your body's natural uh, circadian rhythm is your body's natural clock, which we learned about in last week's Sleepy September. So go back and listen to that so you learn about the body's natural clock. But that's a negative effect of caffeine as well. So as much as it's positive and makes you, you know, alert and has a good effect on your reaction times, your mood, your mental performance, 
Like me, I use caffeine before before I make podcasts for you guys. I use caffeine before I work out. It's my favorite pre-workout, black coffee. It's just, it's the best. It's it's pure coffee. There's no sugar. There's no milk, no cream. I like coffee black. It's healthy. There's zero calories. And so me, I love coffee for being productive. That It's a positive effect in that way. But I'm talking about the timing of your of your natural's body body's clock. It will reduce and and inter interrupt and delay the timing of that clock. It, so it, basically, when you want to sleep because your body should be tired, it will reduce your ability to, to sleep and get and get a high quality sleep. I know there's those people who say, "Oh yeah, I can drink a coffee and then go to sleep." That's fine. You might be able to do that, but it reduces the amount of deep sleep that you can actually enjoy. I know for myself, I uh, I don't sleep as well as I want to. And I'm also, it's a, it's not a coincidence that I'm also drinking the most amount of coffee that I ever have. I drink about three cups, three to four cups a day, which for me, that's not a crazy amount. That's about the, the most I should have given my body size, given my high tolerance, right? Because the more caffeine you intake, the higher uh, you, your body builds up a tolerance to it. So the more you consume it, it's less effective. And you should have about like 200 to 300 milligrams per day. A, a regular brewed coffee is like, uh, I don't know, like 100-ish, 100-ish milligrams, depending on the place you get it. Tim Hortons, McDonald's coffee is about the same. Starbucks is, is higher. But yeah, there, there's a chart of all the different amounts of milligrams of caffeine in different in different uh, I don't know products substances and things like that. So me, I have three to four. That's about three hundred to four hundred milligrams of uh, caffeine a day, which for me that's that's fine for me. That's like my limit. But the negative thing I've no I've been noticing is during our sleepy September challenge, I have not been getting a great sleep. I've when I get to bed and I'm in my bed for seven hours, I only end up getting five and a half or six hours of sleep. So I'm not really in my deep sleep as much because caffeine will affect your sleep. Even if you don't think it is, even if you can fall asleep, your quality of sleep reduces. Okay, and that's why you should not be drinking coffee anywhere before sleep because coffee and caffeine, tea, same same thing, coffee, tea, same thing. It can affect your sleep because it stays in your system a long time, right? Basically, Caffeine has a half-life of about three to five hours on average, maybe maybe more, maybe less, depending on your tolerance. When I say half-life, I mean at three to four or five hours, when it hits its half-life, right at that point, it's 50% as effective in you. And then every hour after that, it becomes 50% less of how much effective it was. So it goes zero the first minute, to about three to five hours, it's it's in your body, in your bloodstream, 100%. Finally, when it slows down and gets to 50, about three to five hours later, every hour it goes from 50% effective to 25%. Next hour, it's half of 25, it's 12.5. So it's kind of like a exponentially goes down, but from the, from the very first, like uh, when, when the half-life hits. So basically, it's gonna be in your body affecting you for way more than three to five hours, maybe like six to eight hours, it's going to be affecting you. 
So if you drink coffee or any or caffeine in any form six to six to eight hours before bed, it could still be in your in your bloodstream. It could still be in your body and reduce your your actual sleep. So the best time to stop drinking coffee is six to eight hours before you sleep. So maybe for most people that's about I don't know two p.m. like late at like early afternoon. And you should probably stop around then. If you're gonna drink it later, like sometimes I do. You just have to be aware that you're going to have to spend more time in bed if you want better quality sleep. That's why in our Sleepy September Challenge, if people don't use sleep trackers, you can't accurately measure your sleep. If you're in bed for eight hours, but you drank a coffee at 7 p.m., you're going to get in bed at eight at, at 10 p.m., let's say. If you wake up at 6 a.m., you, you did not get eight hours of sleep just because you're in bed for eight hours. You might have got seven hours, maybe six hours so you got to make sure you're aware of how much sleep you're getting and know that caffeine affects your sleep it's a negative effect on sleep for sure it's it's been proven i can experience that and i can talk about my experience in my life it's, it's true so yeah that's that's the relationship between caffeine and sleep it affects your sleep your amount of deep sleep maybe your ability to fall asleep in some cases but caffeine's not always bad like i'm talking about the positive the negatives of it and I just want you to know that it does affect your sleep, the quantity quality. So keep that aware. Keep that in your mind. And I'm excited for us to have this No Caffeine October challenge. I'm going to talk about that more very soon. So stay tuned for that. If you are somebody who ingests caffeine a lot, and if you are somebody who cares about your sleep, you're going to be interested in this challenge. You will be. It's going to be a very important challenge for us to learn. So I'm going to hold off until next episode to talk about that. But I hope you learned something about caffeine in this episode. I hope you uh, are going to be conscious of your caffeine consumption, especially if you're aware of your sleep and especially if you're someone who requires sufficient, proper, high quality sleep, you will take into account your your caffeine consumption so that um, these two arch nemeses don't, don't collide too much. All right. So stay happy. Stay healthy, guys. I'll talk to you in another episode very soon. Take care. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host with the most, Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe, and I'm signing out. Peace.